Hi, it's me again. <laughs> Obviously it's me, who else, who else could it be? Uh, I'm shooting from home today. Uh, it's good to be back in Pretoria. You know, it's always nice being back home and stuff. So, the next couple of episodes in this series are basically going to be about relationships. Um, and I thought that was a great topic, you know, because relationships are fundamental to human life. And I think it's something very important to chat about. Um, we're going to be looking at romantic relationships and friendships and you know, the healthy side and the toxic side and just trying to move from the toxic side to the healthy side and, you know, all of these things. So, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about that. And we're going to have some amazing guests um, for this particular segment of the podcast. And I think it's going to be great. I'm very excited uh, for it. And I hope you guys are too. Um, <laughs> I know, you know, talking about relationships is not always the the, the most, is, is funnest a word? Fun? The most fun, um, the most fun. Um, but yeah, it just, it felt a bit necessary. And also I forgot my stand, so the angle may not be great. And I apologize for that. You know, it's a bit a bit close to my face <laughs> but deal with it <laughs> okay so today um we're gonna be talking about breakups i know Oof. starting right by jumping into the ball pit so yeah we're just um we're gonna chat about breakups um i got a few questions off the internet and i'm just gonna answer those and yeah we're just gonna chat basically nothing too hectic um also i'm gonna be unpacking one box <laughs> one out of multiple boxes of my books which i was meant to unpack a year ago when we moved but i haven't so i'm trying to sort them into a keep and donate pile um if it were up to my mom i would donate all of them because the number of books that I have is kind of ridiculous, you know, but what can I say? I love to read. So yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, Tales of mystery and imagination. You can kind of tell that this one is new. Um, I bought it quite recently. So, yeah, I'm going to keep this one. Do you guys know Edgar Allan Poe? He writes very dark stuff. Well, wrote. He's dead now, so. That's fun. Okay, so our first question is... What was your worst breakup to date? Hmm. Okay. 
Um, this is a bit of a tough one because there was a romantic breakup and a friend breakup and they both sucked a lot. Um, so I'm not really sure which one to, to go with, but since technically none of my romantic relationships lasted longer than, um, four months, I would have to say my, my friendship, uh, breakup, uh, that took place earlier this year in March. Um, we're just going to call her T. <laughs> T and I met, um, at a psychiatric clinic. We immediately bonded, you know, cause when you're, when you're in that space with someone and you know, both of you are so vulnerable. Uh, it's like the type of bond that you form doesn't go through the benefit of being superficial and, you know, getting to know someone's favorite color first or um, what their childhood pet was. You know, it, it goes straight into the dark stuff, you know, like what is your trauma? Um, why are you here? What medication are you on? Um, how many times have you been hospitalized, you know, and that's like, that's the bond that you form from the beginning, you know, and then everything else you, you kind of discover afterwards, like what they're allergic to, what they like to do for fun and all of those things. And, um, when we, when I was leaving Akiso, you know, they, they warned me like the, the nurses or whatever they said, you know, the chances of you keeping a friend that you've met in here are very low because obviously you come into this place and you bond and everybody gets to know each other and you, like you do get to know people. But once you leave this bubble that you're in and you get back to your real life, you know, like these people kind of become a distant memory. So I was scared of that. I, I was genuinely scared of that. And especially because I left first and then she, she stayed in the clinic for um, a bit longer. So I just thought, oh man, <laughs> we're definitely going to drift apart. But we didn't. And we stayed friends and we just grew closer and closer and closer and it was the first time in my life that I had someone that I felt truly understood me and not understand like, oh my gosh, she gets me, uh, but like under, understood me, you know, we, we shared a mental illness, you know, we bonded in ways that I couldn't bond with anyone else. It was just, easy and it made sense and yeah um anyway so it was one of my better friendships and the reason we broke up um at the beginning of the year was that um she she hurt me um quite badly and I've just, I've, <laughs> I 
forgiveness was not um, a spirit that I was born with. Um, it's something I've always struggled with. It's something that I still struggle with. And I think just, you know, when you're someone who already struggles from a mental illness and, you know, you, you've, you've made yourself vulnerable to someone and they hurt you, it just, it hurts so much more than anything else. I think and yeah I just you know I felt I couldn't trust her to not hurt me again after that and I know like people are bound to hurt each other in relationships any kind of relationship but the deal breaker for me is when someone hurts me intentionally like they do something knowing that what they're doing is going to hurt me because how do I know that that's not going to happen again, you know? And I don't think anybody who truly cares about you would set out to hurt you intentionally. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. But um, yeah, that I think that was... The hardest breakup that I've um, gone through to date and yeah I just I kind of completely blocked it out I didn't really think about it um, at the time in my head I just said she hurt me there's no two ways about it and that was it and I just shut it down and moved on with my life and that's yeah, that was that was that. Um, so the next question is do I regret the breakup? No. I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't regret it. And I know it's sad, you know, when you lose someone that important to you, you look back and you think, ah, but you know, what could I have done differently? Maybe instead of breaking up, I should have tried to speak to her or whatever. But whenever I look back at our friendship, I, you know, I look back with fondness because we were we were very close and we had a good time and you know she made me very happy she made me feel secure and just like i could be myself you know and i'm i'm grateful for those moments but i don't think i would pine over them again you know because my mental state um at the time and now just doesn't allow me to how do I explain it um, to put myself in situations where I know that I'm gonna get hurt you know and you know, even if, even if you love someone, 
but you can see that this is not um, this is not working then yeah there's there's no regret to be had I think you just you just suck it up and move on so yeah no regrets <laughs> The next book is Journey to the Center of the Earth, Jules Verne. Um, I don't know if you guys have read this, or if you read it in school. Um, must have read it in school. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna read this though. I think I'm gonna donate it. Um, Danielle Steele, we all know her, amazing author, um, her books are amazing, and I honestly think everybody should read them, man, woman, plant, everything, but I read this one, so I'm going to donate it. For me, her books aren't books that um, I would read twice. I think just the one time is enough. So I've got the Hunger Games um, series, the third one is in there somewhere, but I think I'd keep them more as mementos, you know, because again, I don't think I'd read these again. Maybe I might. No, no, I don't think I would. But I do want to keep them because I like keeping book series. You know, you never know. You might meet someone who hasn't read them and now you only have the first book or the second book. And, <laughs> you know, so it's better to just have the whole series. Okay, so the next question is, what was your easiest breakup? Oof. That would have to be 20... yes. Um, I met a guy early, t no, late 2016. Um, he was really great. He was such a nice guy. Like, he was so, so nice. It was insane. Like, he was the nicest person I've ever met in my life. And I just... It was it was too much niceness. It was like bright light, like blinding light, you know, where you can't even look straight at someone. Like, you have to look away because that's just how nice they are. And... Yeah, so I broke up with him. I broke up with him because he was too nice. Um, and I know that sounds so stupid, but it it makes sense to me. To this day, it still makes perfect sense to me because, you know, at the time when I was seeing him, him being so great made me want to become a better person, you know, someone who was good enough to be with him. But I realized that at that point in my life, I was never going to be that. Like there was no way I was 
ever gonna feel like I was good enough for him at that point in my life. So that was that was very clear. You know, I was I didn't need to second guess myself. It was so clear. I was you know I I just thought there's no way there's no way this is gonna work. And yeah, I I ended things. Um, I saw him on campus last year I think and it was so weird <laughs> because we hadn't really spoken or seen each other since the breakup but I saw him and it was just nice you know the the vibes were good it wasn't awkward um, yeah we just chatted and hugged and then went our separate ways and honestly that's really nice and it makes sense because that's the most amicable breakup that I've ever had every other breakup I've had has been so 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 messy my my romantic breakups that is none of them have ever ended well ever ever <laughs> like no chance of us being friends <laughs> which is fine with me because why would you want to be friends with your ex right it's just it's just insane yeah so if you're out there just know that I truly value you and I hope you're still the same good guy that I felt bad for dating basically I know it doesn't sound true, but it's so true. Like, it is so, so true, I promise you. Yes, anyway. <laughs> so, this is such an amazing book. Such an amazing book. I read it last year. Um, it's an autobiography by Elaine Welteroth. She's a... Um, journalist who used to work for Teen Vogue and her story is so so inspiring you know and it just makes you realize that people out there you know the people that we see out there doing big things you know also go through the difficult things that the rest of us go through you know and it just it feels good to be able to relate to someone and to think that you know what if they can overcome it then I can also try my best to overcome it and I think I think that's really great um, yeah I would recommend this book to every single every single person um, I think yeah every every one of you I would recommend it um, I would recommend it to black people, black women, specifically black women, yes, because she's a black woman and um, she talks a lot about race and just the difficulty of like navigating university and just life and um, everything. As a black woman 
Um, and I think, I think that, that, that is really great. And I think, I think it was, um, I think it was in this book where she followed her first boyfriend to university, which, <laughs> which is such a funny story and basically just makes you think like, you know, when you're in high school and you're dating this guy and, you know, he finishes and he goes off to university and you're thinking, oh my God, I want to be with him forever. And then you follow him to university only for you guys to break up in the first two months. Now you're at a university that you didn't want to go to in the first place, you know, and yeah, even amazing people have made mistakes like this too. So if you haven't followed a man, it's okay. You're not alone. You're not alone. So, amazing book. If you'd like me to lend it to you, um, it's a 200 rand deposit because people are not reliable when it comes to books. They'll give you back your book in the worst condition you have ever seen it in. And it's just like, what were you doing with it? Like, were you reading it? In the shower? Did you deliberately go and stand in the rain while you were reading? Like, why? So generally, we're gonna keep it generally. Um, I don't let people borrow my books. It's nothing personal. Oh well, yeah, no, it's it's very personal because you don't know how to take care of books. So I'm not gonna lend you my book. Is my point? Sorry. Okay. So the next question is, which is worse, friend or romantic breakups? Um, worse is a very vague word, I think, because I don't know if it means like which one is more emotionally trying, like which one leaves you feeling like absolute shit or which one is harder to do like is it is it easier to break up with a friend or to break up with a lover and I don't know for me it's easier to break up with a friend um, but that's just because of the toxicity of my romantic relationships and how the attachment becomes so intense with the person that I'm seeing that I can't imagine being apart from them, you know, like that, that codependency, you know, like makes it like much, much more difficult to like try and break out of that, you know, so in that sense, for me, ending a romantic relationship is very, very difficult. But with friendships, and this is not to say that I love my friends any less. Like, I probably love my friends more than I love my romantic partner. <laughs> um, but unlike my romantic relationships, my friendships are more like this. You know, like we're not like deeply intertwined or whatever. We're just here 
keeping each other balanced, you know, close together, happiness, joy, and yeah, so it's just easier to kind of pull away from that, you know, because you think, okay, well, I'm not as dependent on this person for my functioning, so I can just find another person. And it's as easy as that. So breaking up, when I'm doing the breaking up, that's how I see it. But emotion-wise, still the same, still the same. Um, with a romantic partner, I practically fall apart. Like I am, you know, when you build like a, like a really big Lego um, thing, or just like or when you build a paper, you know those card houses um, with the playing cards and then you just like, you knock just one out at the bottom and the whole thing comes crumbling down. That's a visible represent <laughs> representation of me um, after a breakup with a romantic partner. And I'm just, I become nothing basically. And it's, 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 it's a very difficult period and my friends will know this, which is why um, a lot of my romantic breakups have been very, very toxic because in instances where I know that, you know, this relationship needs to end, my rational mind says, you know, this is not working, this is bad for you, this is toxic, you need to leave. My emotional mind will be saying no, but I love this person and I want to be around them and without them I'm miserable and you know all of these things um, it's 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 very difficult to firstly to try and reach a middle ground which in DBT they call the wise mind so I don't know if you guys know this but you have your rational mind your emotional mind and then the middle ground where you try to balance the two is called the wise mind. So that's like one of the most important things they try to teach. They try to teach us in um, therapy that you can't act on your emotions alone because that's not going to end well. Like if you feel like you need to stay with someone even though they, the reality is that they're abusing you and you're relying on your feelings, you know, you're putting yourself into a dangerous situation, but if you are only rational that, um, for instance, this person is lazy and they don't do anything and I'm doing all the work and all of those things and you decide to break up with them for that, but you're not taking into consideration other things like the fact that they may be depressed or anxious or be dealing with something that's making them unable to function properly you know then again like the skills are tipped like you're not making a balanced decision and for me it's always the emotional side the, the emotional side always rules um so even when i know that um this relationship is not good my emotions will always win and that's something that I've been trying to 
to work on but it's it's really really bad like with my ex-partner my most recent partner um i ended things in feb uh because since december the previous year you know i had been planning on ending things but i was scared you know because i was scared of being alone you know i had bonded with this person extremely and you know they've become such a huge part of my life and i couldn't imagine um not having them in my life you know so the fact that I, I had the courage to break up with them in Feb um, felt like a like a big step for me. But they wanted to try again and, you know, me being me, I just, I succumbed, you know, because emotionally I just, I didn't want to be away from them. You know, I wanted them, I wanted them. And it led to a few more months of unhappiness until eventually, you know, the, the breakup happened. It was inevitable. And I think part of that, most of that, my inability to let relationships go, even when they're toxic or bad, um, is stems from the abandonment issues that we spoke about last week. You know, just the black and white thinking, you know, that if a person doesn't like me, they obviously hate me. Um, a person is either good or they're bad, you know, there's no good person that does bad things or bad person that does good things, there's just, there's no middle ground. And just the fact that, you know, I constantly feel like everybody in my life is basically just plotting to leave me you know, and I guess trying to, trying to stop that, trying to stop people from leaving is what I do because I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to feel abandoned. So, you know, I go to extreme lengths to keep people around and those lengths are often detrimental to my health, to my existence and yeah it just it just never ever ends well you know I don't think I've ever had a clean break um, because I, I am incapable of that you know even in my mind when I know that you know this breakup is right in my in my heart I'm you know I'm like what did you do you know now we are nothing now we're alone what are we gonna do how are we gonna function you know and it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a a crutch but the crutch has thorns like really sharp thorns around it so you feel like you need it to lean on to balance but it's hurting you you know and yeah so Oftentimes, you know, it ended with me just needing and needing and needing and the other person just not being able to give. And that's when things would eventually just end completely. You know, when I realized that this person 
is not what I need. And they realize that this person is a blood-sucking vampire who's going to suck my soul out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, romantic, romantic breakups are not great. But I'm not in a relationship right now. Haven't been for a couple of months. And it's been tough, you know, the whole codependency thing. Um you know, finding my identity and my partner. Um, you know, that's that's something that I've been doing over the past few years, obviously, and just trying to find myself. Oh, I hate that phrase, but trying to figure out who I am as a person minus um, the, the person that I'd supposedly be dating is very difficult you know and it's it's been a tough couple of months I've been crying a lot just wondering if there even is a me and yeah it's just been it's been a crazy experience but I've made it this far so we're getting somewhere <laughs> And then friend breakups. Oof. I think my romantic relationships and friendships balance each other out because I give so much of myself to my romantic relationships. You know, I, I'll give you second, third, fourth, fifth, a hundred chances, but with my friends, if you hurt me once, that's that's the like that's the end i have nothing more to say to you and i don't know how that happens um but that's just that's just how it goes which is ironic because most of the time you'll find that you know friends are the ones that support you more than your romantic partner um so it's it's not great it's not great and I just, I think my friends deserve better, definitely, and I've been trying to connect more with them these past few months, you know, just chatting and reaching out and sharing things and, you know, just wanting them to know that I see them genuinely, and I'm trying, I don't know if I'm doing well, but I am trying, and yeah, I, I want to maintain that whether I go into another relationship or not. I just, I don't want to, I don't want my friends, how do I describe it? I don't want my friends to be incidental. Um, incidental to, to or in my life, I'm not sure. And yeah, and I'm tired. I'm so tired of breaking up. I just, it's so hard and it's so emotionally draining and I am emotionally drained. Like my energy levels are so low. I like, I don't even know if you can tell, but I'm just, I'm at the bottom, you know, like the pits. I'm literally sitting on the floor shooting my podcast. Like what? <laughs> So, 
yeah yeah it's not in conclusion i'm just really bad at handling breakups um it's really tough i think it's 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 really tough for me because when i when i meet someone and i decide that i want this person in my life i just i go all in you know just like full blown full steam ahead effort persistence you know all of those things and when it doesn't work out it it hurts it hurts a lot and you know it's it's very difficult to not blame myself but it happens anyway you know because often i sit there questioning oh what would a normal person do how does a normal person respond to these types of situations in a healthy friendship you know and oftentimes you know my responses aren't aren't healthy they're based off of my perceptions my perceptions that have been created by the bpd and this is true because you know i i go to therapy and then i'll tell my therapist like what decisions i made this week and you know she she will just look at me and shake her head <laughs> she just says how <laughs> you know so yeah i just i'm really really struggling you know just trying to get better um deal with my mental illness um and obviously dealing with it so that i can have healthier relationships with the people in my life but it's 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 not as easy as it sounds you know because there are things that i don't understand you know like empathy or um what the correct responses are in certain situations or um how much effort is too much effort or when i'm doing too much that i'm scaring someone off or if i'm not doing enough and it's making me seem disinterested and for me you know like when i'm doing those things it seems it seems normal to me because that's how my brain has been programmed to function you know and basically now i have to kind of reroute everything in my head that if someone hurts you you don't cut them off you talk to them and you try to find an amicable solution you know things like that and yeah breakups breakups are hard and i really wouldn't wish that on anyone quite frankly it just it just sucks a lot and you know every time i go through a breakup i think it's me myself and i it's just me but then i remember the first book that i ever bought 
was a poetry book and the very first poem in the book was called People Will Always Be People by a guy named Benjamin Zephania and it's so weird that I remember that, I remember that so perfectly and I don't remember the poem itself but I just, I remember that it exists and just the title, People Will Always Be People it always pops into my head whenever I think, ah, you know what, it's not worth making friends or just being around anyone, you know, that comes into my head, people will always need people, and yeah, just having to make peace with that and find a way to have people in my life in a healthy way so that I don't have to keep breaking up and breaking up and breaking up and breaking up and oh, so many breakups. <laughs> this year alone I've had about six breakups, friendship and romantic. And my recent one was actually today. And um, yeah, it it basically drained all of my energy, but I did say I would release an episode on Monday so I had no choice I had to do what I needed to do and yeah it just it just felt appropriate to talk about that because we were gonna talk about something a bit more upbeat but my current disposition is just not up for that so yeah um, let me see if there's any other question that I can answer. Um, do I feel like breakups are generally my fault? Um, that's really hard to say, you know, because Blaming, playing the blame game is like, it's not, it's not fair, I think. Um, everybody has their own perception of how things happen and um, how the situation went down and if there was anything that, you know, could have been changed and done differently and whatever, but... I don't, I generally try not to um, blame me or the other person, you know. Um, if someone hurts me and I say, okay, I'm ending this relationship because you hurt me, you know, I'm not going to go around saying, oh, you know, it's her fault that this relationship ended. Like, oh, I blame her, you know, for this um, you know, that that just feels unfair, I think, because, I don't know, it just, it just, maybe in some situations it is appropriate to blame people, um, like, you know, where it's, it's quite obvious that, you know, this is the situation and this person is to blame, but I think when it's not clear it's better to not jump to conclusions you know and say that oh you know yeah this person is the bad person or you know i am the bad person you know you just say 
yes, I, I did something bad and unfortunately it led to the breakup and I do feel bad about it. I've apologized for it, but this is the situation we're in and what's done is done. And there's no use in beating yourself up over it or beating someone else up over it because it doesn't change anything. Breakup still happened. You still have to move on and playing the blame game is just gonna make you bitter and it's gonna take you longer to to move on um, from that. So yeah, I mean, I don't, ugh, I'm tired. I'm physically and emotionally exhausted, so I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, the next episode, we're gonna be chatting about healthier relationships and how to cultivate good um, romantic relationships and friendships. And I'm very, I'm very excited about that because I think more than anyone, I could, I could definitely use the advice. I mean. At this point, it's basically just me and my mom navigating the world and, you know, I, I would like to have friends, you know, friends that I feel connected to, that I can bond with, that, you know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how else to phrase it, but yeah, thank you for listening and um, if you have questions about breakups or if you want to share your own breakup stories, then please do message me on WhatsApp or leave a comment under the podcast and yeah, we'll chat basically. Thank you guys. <laughs>